There's no intro. There, There's no anything I can even start this off with that would accurately demonstrate the amount of pain, the agony, the despair, the depression I, Gabriel Green, am going through. As you may or may not know, the Michigan Wolverines coming off a win against Minnesota. The ranked 13 Wolverines played their little brother, little sister, may I even say, Michigan State. Coming off a a loss to Rutgers, Rutgers people, and lost 27-24. to That's right, lost to Michigan State. A team with one or two NFL guys on it, year six of Jim Harbaugh, year one of Mel Tucker, they lost. Paul Bunyan is leaving Ann Arbor for at least another year. And at this rate, who, who even knows, like, this is one of the first times, on terms of this uh, podcast, this is the first time I'm doing this. There's no script, raw emotion. This hurts. This really, really, really hurts. Um, I guess the first thing I, I think about when I think about this Michigan team is Joe Milton. Um, coming into this season, Milton was like this guy who was like, oh, yeah, he's this generational talent. He can throw the ball this far. He can do this. There's all these quotes by other players. We saw other coaches, including Urban Meyer, may I add. Say all these great, great things. Oh, Harbaugh this, Harbaugh that. Oh, he's the, uh, I'm sorry, Milton this, Milton that. Oh, you know, he's he's this generational talent is one word um, somebody used to call him. P.J. Fleck actually called him a generational talent. And look, all, all respect to Milton. This wasn't his fault, but not, I, I don't I don't see that in him yet. Um, in terms of it not being his fault, uh, last week I, I gave, Josh Gaddis a lot of credit. I say, oh, well, you know, Josh Gaddis called damn near a perfect game. You know, he was ready for anything Minnesota had for him, whether it was a blitz, whether it was whatever. Josh Gaddis was on it, man. This week, it wasn't the same. Um, It was a lot of similar plays, the RPOs, which is fine. Like, if, that, if that's the offense you want to run, that's fine. A lot of RPOs, a lot of short passes and stuff. Um, Trying to get guys – I really think Michigan's trying to get guys to get those yards after the catch just based on the the – roster they have which is fine um the big shot the big plays downfield aren't going to be there like they have been in the past with a guy like nico collins and donovan people's jones gone who are fast but also big but at the same time michigan state was ready for it they just played they just played so they just played tight honestly and they were able to stop it in terms of milton um the one thing i do want to say is he he clearly predetermined before he snapped the ball where the ball was going multiple times um, he throws the ball way too hard every time. He doesn't have touch. He hasn't thrown a good ball more than 15 yards in either of the two games. Even like a ball, like even if it wasn't caught, you know, like it was some coverage there or whatever. He just hasn't even like thrown a good ball. Part of that's on him. Part of that's on play calling. Again, week one, it didn't really matter because whatever they did worked in the short game. So, you know, you don't get mad when stuff works, even if it's not conventional, if you're winning a game by a lot, especially against Minnesota, who I thought was good. And clearly they're they're not. They They lost them. Maryland but <laughs> um so yeah that that's really that with him in terms of the receivers um they didn't get open I don't think we run good plays for them they're fast I don't think they're great route runners but at the same time this is a young group like Ronnie Bell is older and I think he needs to be I, I think he's obviously the number one guy I trust his route running more than the other ones but like Sarah and Jackson are sophomores um like all these got Cornelius Johnson's a sophomore Roman Wilson's a freshman, true freshman, may I add. Like that's a really, really young group. So yeah, that's that with the offense. I don't think we use. 
I get the whole running back by committee thing, and I thought that wasn't going to work in close games. I'm like, oh, when the games get close, they'll just stick with Charbonnet and whoever else has the high hand. But no, they 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 stuck with it. And honestly, I thought Haskins could have used been used more. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate how when we ran the Wildcat twice, I didn't mind the pass attempt. Like it was a good play by the MSU linebacker to knock the ball away. But I really, really hate just just the play calling. Honestly, just why run that twice at the five? Like you, that's a goal line play. That is a goal line play, and we had to settle for three. That was big. Another thing before I get into more individual stuff just talking about the game itself before i get into the program as a whole um there's a catch i think it was third and three last um when msu was um got their final touchdown to make it a 10 point game um third and three it was clearly a drop um msu ended up getting like a huge first down and i mean that was that but clearly was a drop off replay um anybody could have seen that god damn it why did that fall uh, my life. What is happening in my life? Gosh, this fucking sucks. All right, that's enough of that. Um, now I want to get to the defense. Look, I've been done with Don Brown the last two years. Really, the Penn State game last year confirmed it. The Ohio State game the year before when we gave up 62 points after being the number one defense. I'm like, all right, whatever. They found a weak spot. We weren't able to adjust. Whatever, Don Brown's been working. However, and we, we've seen this everywhere. College football is different. You can't just out-defense, guys. You can't try to stop everything. We need to have more of a contained idea on defense um, in the sense of just stop giving up big plays. And Don Brown, I mean, we give up big plays. We put guys in positions to not succeed. And then when a team's doing something right, we don't adjust. I mean, last year we saw twice teams just went at Josh Metellus. Even the year before, they went at Metellus and Brandon Watson. Twice last year we saw against Penn State and against uh, Ohio State in the last week of the season, we saw guys just go at go at Mattel. Even even against Alabama, they kind of did a similar thing where they just pick on guys. It's like why, like one on one coverage against the, some of these receivers just isn't going to work. Um, a lot of credit to to Michigan State, Ricky White, all those guys. Ricky White is a stud. I don't know how good he actually is outside of like that game, but man, he he looked good. Um, in terms of Rocky Lombardi. He was okay. Um, it was a lot of just throwing it up there. Outside of those deep balls, I don't think he was t- that impressive. They couldn't run the ball, so credit to Michigan there. But, yeah, like we, we played one-on-one coverage with no over-the-top safety while we weren't getting pressure there, even when we blitzed, even whatever. MSU was ready for it. And, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. If you're going to play man coverage one-on-one, cover zero, you got it. You got to be able to get to the quarterback. And we weren't able to do it. I don't even think we sacked Rocky Lombardi in the whole game. Um, it just... That that aspect was bad. They did a good job on Pay and Hutchinson, who I still think is a really good duo. I mean, obviously they're both very highly touted players and everything. But yeah, that's the that's that. And so back to Don Brown though. Back to Don Brown because I'm not finished. What? Like I just um, come on, man. Like seriously, like you couldn't you couldn't put a safety over the top. Like not ever. Like Vincent Gray and Jermon Green were getting destroyed. Like I, you might as well put me out there at cornerback. I would have tried harder. Like they, I mean, there was times Gray had good coverage. He didn't turn around. The pass interference, some of those early pass interference calls, I don't agree with, and those are calls I'm kind of fine with. Like I'll live with those. But yeah, just like man, certain aggressive penalties I'll I'll live with. As I know coaches will also live with, but. The stupid ones, no. Um, I don't like how they didn't call the the game both ways the same, but it doesn't matter. It's Michigan State. Um, Don Brown's got to go. 
If anybody has to go, more so than Harbaugh, more so than Gaddis, who I don't think Gaddis has to go, more so than anybody in the program, is Don Brown. It, it's it's clear that, I mean, the days of like us playing Ohio State and having a chance at winning 28-24 or like you know, the game being in the 20s or 30s or whatever, those days are over. To beat Ohio State, Michigan's going to have, I don't care how good your defense is, you're going to have to drop 40. And that's fine. But at the same time, you, you, you don't want to just put in, you don't want to just try to stop everything against Ohio State either. You know, you want to stop or against a really good team even or a team that's just working. Like we try to do too much on defense. Don Brown's defensive scheme, they've caught on to it. He's been running it for years now. And it hasn't really changed. He doesn't adjust mid-game. He ran a little bit more zone last year. Didn't run any this week when he clearly needed to. Um, there was reports before the season that Dax was going to be a corner. And I was like, okay, you know, obviously he's better as a safety. That's what he was recruited as. He's probably the most talented player on the team. I think he's an NFL first-round draft pick. So, yeah, but gosh, gosh, we need him at corner is what I'm trying to say. Like, those corners are, did not look good. Um, it's not completely their fault either. We don't put them in a good position to be successful. We, we put a lot of pressure on them, especially when you're not getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, they didn't play well enough. Uh, everybody knows that. I'm sure they would even admit it. But it's also on the coordinator for just not putting them in a position to succeed. That's the way I see that. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, man. Don, Don Brown, you got to go. You can get fired. Um. God, I, I was actually hoping. I know there was reports that he was considering taking a head coaching job. I, I was actually hoping he did take that. I think that was last off season. I, I kind of wish he took it. Looking back <laughs> at it now, I think it was Boston College actually. Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, in terms of Harbaugh, does Harbaugh need to go? My answer is yes. I think, like this, Michigan's not good enough outside of the whole Ohio State thing. Even if we kept losing Ohio State, where we could win bowl games and all that other stuff. I think it would be different because Ohio State's at really their historic peak. This is the best Ohio State's been. Maybe before World War II they were better, but this is a historic peak for Ohio State. They're just dominant. And Michigan, this obviously isn't a historic peak. It's not a historic low either, but it's not a historic peak. I think Harbaugh's done a good job of bringing the, the program back to national relevancy and being a team that you know can always be top 15, top 20. But he's bare, he just does just enough, similar to Gus Malzahn. He just does, does just enough to not have everybody hate him when I'm fired. But similar to Gus, I think Harbaugh has to go. Um, I, I just think it's too much complacency. The team, this too often we get out coached. It's too often our guys don't look ready. Um, now, the one thing a lot of people will say is, oh, well, who are you going to get that's better than Harbaugh? As if, like, it's impossible to find good coaches. For one, it's Michigan. They can pay a coach from a smaller school to come. Um, easily and leave, and they'll do it in a heartbeat. It's Michigan. You're going to be able to recruit better. You're going to get paid more. It's just a better situation for a lot of these small schools. So some guys I was thinking about were Matt Campbell. Uh, Matt Campbell's out of Iowa State. He's not. He wouldn't be my first pick. Uh, Chris Peterson from Washington. He was at Washington. I think he's like a. He's like on their athletic board right now, just for a year. He um retired last season. I would really like to see Chris Peterson here. I think. I mean, for one, Washington made the playoffs. Now, sure, they got demolished by Alabama. But Washington's done more than we have. Um, we've seen, and with less talent, may I add. Like, I don't know. I think Chris Peterson's a really good coach. I think him being at Michigan could also be huge. Um, another guy I would really, really like to see. And th- this is honestly my number one pick for the job. Luke Fickle. Um, Cincinnati's, I believe, sixth right now in the country. And with Oklahoma State losing, 
This might be a playoff team, honestly. I mean, we'll, we'll, one of Florida or Georgia will be eliminated. For their sake, I guess it'll be better if Florida wins. I guess it'll be better for them if Florida wins this game and then loses to Alabama in the SEC Championship. Two lost Florida versus potentially undefeated Cincinnati. Um, so basically, I'm using us to say there's a very good chance with Oklahoma State losing. That, that pretty much plays the Big 12 out of playoff picture, honestly. So, yeah, I, I think there's a legitimate chance of Cincinnati getting in the playoff. Luke Fickle also almost took the Michigan State job. He decided to stay at Cincinnati. I respect that decision. And now he really has a chance to get that job. Like, MSU is a good job. It's a Big Ten school. You know, they have a nice budget and everything. But Michigan is, like, that job. Like, in terms of college football, there's not many better places to coach. Obviously, Ohio State's better. Um, you know, LSU, Florida, Alabama, you know, those schools are great schools as well to coach at, but it's not many better schools to coach at than Michigan. You're, you're going to be able to get great players if you're winning and all that stuff. Um, the one fear is, though, like we've seen, uh, I think Xavier Worthy, who's a commit for next year, and I'm sure J.J. McCarthy, who's a five-star recruit quarterback um, coming in. Like, the fear is if you fire Harbaugh, Excuse me. Those guys are just like, nah, I'm not I'm not going to Michigan anymore. I'm decommitting. And we would lose some players, sure. But if we can get, honestly, if we can get Luke Fickle, it's worth it. I'm thinking long term here, especially with the way Ohio State looks right now. We just need a guy who's going to come in, bring more energy in, modernize the program. And, yeah, I mean, the, the, this Michigan program is not built for 2020. They keep trying to force it, and it's just not happening. I mean, we saw Ohio State, after getting demolished by Clemson, they really, I think Ryan, I think Urban Meyer, sorry, I was getting Ryan Day, but I think Urban Meyer realized the days of winning games, low scoring, like I was saying earlier, are over. He brings in a guy like Ryan Day, and we, we just see what type of, how great that offense is. The offense was all, always good, but man, could you imagine if Ryan Day had Zeke and Michael Thomas and those guys? Like, on top, like, you know, obviously he has great players now, but man, it, it, it's a thought. Like, Ryan Day is fantastic. Um, we've seen others, LSU last year, they did it, um, in terms of just modernizing the team. And, and obviously it worked out very, very well for them. But I mean, you know, Joe Brady was fantastic. That was really the big thing difference for that team. But yes, all in all, I think Jim Harbaugh has to go. I think those two guys are some good coaches. I think there's, I'm sure other assistants across the country, other good coaches across the country. I would like to see somebody with some somewhat of a proven anything. Those two guys have proven to be at least good coaches. Um, as far as recruiting goes with those two guys, I don't know. Because since, I'm sure since Cincinnati does pretty good recruiting, all things considered. But obviously they're never going to be like one of the best recruiting schools. Uh, Chris Peterson did a pretty good job. He had some NFL guys going through Washington. And, yeah, I mean, sure, you know, maybe right away our recruiting's not as good as Harbaugh's was. But I'm thinking long-term here. As far as Michigan goes, um, thinking about the rest of the season, though, we play Indiana next week. We still have, and then we play Wisconsin. Then there's Penn State, and then there's Ohio State. As of right now, can we beat any of those teams? Like, in theory, we could beat any of them but Ohio State. Do I think we will? No. I think we lose to Ohio State, we lose to Penn State, and we beat Indiana. I think Michigan barely beats Indiana, and I think... With Wisconsin's quarterback, well, I don't even know if the Wisconsin game will happen, but if the Wisconsin game happens with all the COVID shit going on there, um, that's that. But Harbaugh, like, man, it's like year six, dude. Like, it's the same. It's year one fucking problems. Like, these niggas ain't ready ever, if we're being honest. The team's never ready for shit. Um, yeah, now I'm getting my little rant mode. Like, the team is never ready. 
And we always act surprised that Don Brown's defense doesn't work. Like, the first time it didn't work, all right, whatever. You know, if it works all the time, then randomly it doesn't work at the end of the year. Okay, fine. That's why I let what happened two years ago in the shoe go. But it keeps happening. Like, you, you just don't fix shit. Like, all right, if you saw KJ Hamler was killing Josh Metellus, why would you put him on Chris Olave and then Jerry Judy? Like, what the f- Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, man, I don't know. He's clearly not the guy for Michigan. I think this is a great program. Um, the myth that Michigan just isn't in a position where they can compete for, isn't a school that can compete for national championships, I think it's kind of BS. Um, just because they haven't recently, they just haven't had the right coaches. I think if you get a really good coach in and you have some good, I mean, we saw Michigan had one of the top recruiting classes when Harbaugh first got there because everything was looking up for Harbaugh when he first got there. Like Even if the team wasn't beating Ohio State, it was the right you know general direction. But now all of a sudden we're looking at it like, I don't know. Like it, it just seems like Michigan's stuck in this middle ground spot where they're not going to be bad, but they're not going to be good either. And this this isn't good enough. This isn't good enough for Michigan standards. Uh, and other schools like Ohio State, Harbaugh would have been fired. Mm, other schools he would have been fired. And so I, I think I don't know. It, it does suck. I, I what I think will happen, even though I want Harbaugh gone now, I don't think it'll happen. What I think will happen is his contract's up after next year, I believe. I think we'll let him play. We'll let him go through that whole contract, and then we'll go from there. I don't expect to see a lot of co- coaches get fired, um, just because when you fire a coach, a high-paid coach, um, you got to do like a buyout. And so many schools' athletic budgets are cut due to lack of, you know, even if they're having fans in stadium, which Michigan nor the Big Ten is, even if they're having a lot of fans, like some SEC, SEC and Big Twelve schools are, like you know, it's not the same. So you're you're losing so much money that I just don't. From people I've seen, they don't expect too many coaches to be fired. Um, the one issue with let, letting this go for years, Luke Fickle could be gone. But, I mean, there's other good coaches. Um, I mean, hell, maybe even P.J. Fleck. I know a lot of Michigan fans say, oh, P.J. Fleck could be our coach one day. Uh, I, I'll, slow down. I'll wait and just see how stuff goes because Minnesota is really bad right now. I still think P.J. Fleck's a very good coach. And like his energy and stuff is something just we don't have. We don't have. We have such this defeatist mentality of when shit gets going bad, the game is over. Like when we're when we're playing a team that's even remotely close to us talent wise, and we're losing early, the game is over. Like when we're down, it's over. We've beaten Northwest. We came back and beat Northwestern. The two was that two years ago when Ohio State beat Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. That was one of the few comebacks I can remember. But yeah, when when shit gets going bad, and we almost did against Penn State last year, so I'll give them that. But I don't know when shit gets going bad. It, it really gets going bad for this team. And as of right now, I would say Ohio State, Penn State, and probably Wisconsin are in a better position than us. And that just can't happen. I think we should be, like, why can't we be where Penn State, at least where Penn State is? Sure, Penn State lost to Indiana, but, like, why can't we even be at that level? Like, I don't know. Michigan's had, to me, two really good teams, 2018 and 2016. 2016 was the JT was short year, and that call is made correctly. You imagine we win the conference because we blew out. We would have played Wisconsin, I believe, and I think we blew out Wisconsin that year. All right, so then we get past Wisconsin, and then, you know, sure, we're probably losing the playoff, whatever. 2018, two years ago, um, if we beat Ohio State, we get into the playoff as well. And, again, I mean, sure, we might lose, but just can you imagine what getting to the playoff means for recruiting? Like, all of a sudden, these Michigan recruiting classes that were good, like, if we can get, like, these top five classes 
without making the playoff. Can you imagine what we can do while making it? Like, come on, man. The, the Michigan brand ha- holds a lot of weight. I think it holds more than Notre Dame's because b- people want to compare us to Notre Dame. I think it holds more than Notre Dame's for just being in a conference and other things. Um, I think, and just I think players would rather be in Michigan than Indiana. Uh, I, I just think the Michigan name holds enough weight to where it matters more than how am I, how am I, how am I trying to say this? I think I think guys would rather come to Michigan than Notre Dame if if I'm a high school athlete. And I mean, we've seen Michigan recruit well, especially in certain places. Florida um, is one of them. We've gotten guys like Devin Bush there and other guys. But yeah, man, I, I'm just rambling. This is just a rant. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for Michigan football. I know it's got to be better than this. Th- this loss was the worst loss of the Har- Harbaugh era. It was worse than any of the Ohio State losses because at least those are good teams. Like nobody expected this game. Even Michigan State people didn't expect this game to be close. And so the fact that MSU probably I mean, in fact, MSU won sucks. Um, Michigan had plenty of opportunities to at least win a close game here. And if we won a close game, I'd be scared. But I'm like, all right, whatever. It was, you know, a trap game, whatever. But it was a trap game that we actually got trapped in. Like, you know, there's always those games where it's going to be randomly close. But now this is one we actually lost, which is obviously scary. But, um, yeah, that's really all I got. Um and on top of that, to make matters worse, before I before I close this out segment out, um, I told myself, "Oh, okay, fine, I'm done with Michigan." Like somewhat joking, like I was gonna pay attention to Michigan. Like, let's see Oklahoma State get in the playoff. After the game, after the Michigan game, I watch Oklahoma State play, and I'll get I'll talk about this probably sometime this week, um, hopefully with Chris. But to kind of. They lost as well to Texas, and I can't even bandwagon right is what I'm trying to get at. Um, as well as LSU, my second favorite team, really could be my first if I lived in Louisiana, but me going to Michigan games my entire life kind of holds more weight, um, gives Michigan that advantage. LSU lost by 37 to Auburn. So it, it's just not looking good for me right now. Um, please pray for me. Mm, that's all I got. Uh, y'all, y'all be safe out here. Hope y'all had a good Halloween and shit. Um, I'm fucking pissed. I'm gonna go cry somewhere. These niggas, pff, they got me fucked up, bro. All right, I'm out. <laughs>